how does it feel like thousands hundreds and thousands of people like looking at you from the seats from tv like does it do you feel the freaking pressure from everyone or does it just like disappear no it's 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 always there like i i i heard this from someone and i totally agree if you if there's a point where you don't feel the pressure then there's like something wrong with you because that's how great of an impact that you know all those factors play in and i remember my first touch of that of that it was against fau mm. i got put in the second half like start of the second half and then i remember my first touch it was pulpak dude um <laughs> I controlled it, but I, I I controlled it forward. Pero I I felt um parang kalaban behind me, so I got scared. So I brought it back, pero I didn't know that he was there. So he got it from me. But nelang I was able to get a recovery tackle in and get it out. But we had like a we had like a water break or something. And then I remember my coach uh, going up to me saying, "Puta na ayusin mo." And then he slapped me in the face, and I was like, "Okay, okay, fuck, okay." Like after. Whoa, it. wait! He slapped you he on slapped a timeout. On a time, and my parents were in the stands. <laughs> they asked oh. me after they, they were like, "Is that normal?" I was like, "Honestly, I didn't feel the slap. Like, <laughs> I didn't even feel the slap." Yeah, but was that normal? Or is that normal? Like, does he usually slap people, or ikaw lang, or is, did he reserve that for you? I mean, he's. I think, um, you know, it's it's it's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I I I I didn't. Like I said, I didn't feel it at the moment. Like it didn't really occur to me. Like it was a slap. It was just like that was like a wake up call for me. To be like, hey, you're like he's giving you a chance. Um, take it, you know, and yeah. So, it, there's a lot of pressure definitely. As soon as the ball comes in, or as soon as you're on that field, there's already a lot of pressure. Small Business Spotlight is a portion of my podcast that I would dedicate to small business owners based here in the Philippines as a notion of my support for the small business community and all those aspiring and up-and-coming small business owners out there. For this episode, we are highlighting Baked Bites. So Baked Bites is an online cookie seller based here in Metro Manila with cookies that I quote, fill the tummy and the heart and are best shared with loved ones, whether together or apart. And a message from the founder, Patricia Poblete, and I quote once again, like a lot of people who started their small businesses this quarantine, my sister and I initially decided to put up our business so that we could be productive, stay sane, and earn money while doing something we both enjoy. I didn't expect to invest so much time and effort in this, but I'm glad I did, because running a small business is such a great learning experience. Aside from being able to provide something my friends, family, and even strangers can enjoy, my small business also gave me the opportunity to give back. I've held and joined fundraisers to reach out to those in need, and there's no better feeling than making use of what you have to do good. That's it for today's Small Business Spotlight. Let's move on to the episode. Alright, we're live! So welcome, Pao, to the Meaning of Life podcast. Welcome hello, hello. here. Yeah, so can you give us like a brief description? Like, who are you, man? And what do you do? It's so it's so weird to answer that question. But um, hi. Hi, guys. I'm Paolo Fernandez. I'm 23 years old. Currently a student in De La Salle University taking up uh, psychology and management. Finishing my um, last year. Oh, my God. It's my last year in college. And Finally. Hopefully Finally, finally, it's been a while. Hopefully, um, I can work now soon. <laughs> yeah, that I think that that sums it up. Yeah, what have you been doing lately? Like, um, what's what's been on your radar? Well, so I've been busy with school, as is everyone. Uh, I also have, I had this side business. I was selling sausages here in the Alabang area. So. Anyone from the Alabang area want some sausages? Let hit me up. <laughs> they're good. I swear, they're good. They taste really well. Maganda that does tinta. not sound right, man. That does not sound <laughs> no. right at all. Ano pangalan? Um, Age- we, we are a distributor of Aguila sausages. So you can search them up on Facebook. They're locally made. So you support local. 
um, but European style, very good sausages. Uh, apart from that, my European sausages, have, yeah, my yeah European sausages. We have like three, <laughs> three sales so far. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Uh, apart from that, I'm uh, also currently waiting for business week, Unilever Business Week. I got in to that to that program, which I'm very happy and proud. Um, it's gonna happen next week, first week of August. So I, I'm excited, and I can't wait for that. So I think I'm gonna learn a lot, but I'm also very scared. Cause alam mo naman, Unilever pabibo sila. Super, yeah. super. Like all those guys are crazy smart, crazy galing. So, can you take us on the how that happened? Like being in Unilever Business Week. It's 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 crazy, you know. Cause parang I've always thought, I I know I always knew I wanted to work for a big corporation. Like that was always my next step after college. I just it was always a toss up with like E and G and Unilever because those were like, were like you know like the biggest talaga out there. Yeah. Um. I was leaning towards more PNG at the one point, but when I when I read when I think it was this it was BMS brought Unilever during, uh, during I think I forgot what week it was one of those weeks that we have in college and then they had an activation booth and then I just saw what they had what they had to say and I just got really interested and impressed then I applied, um, I applied for like the email updates or whatever so they emailed me that business week applications are open. I went for it because I was like, why not? Um, I, I wasn't sure if I'd get in, honestly, because I don't know. I didn't feel like I had the right credentials for it. But as, as I progressed through the levels, because there are like four stages of interviews and tests and everything. And as I progressed through the levels, I felt more and more confident that I could do this. Then when I, um, of course, like the lockdown hit, quarantine hit. So I yeah. kind of got scared. I was like, Bummer. shucks. Yeah, exactly. Like, is this gonna push through, or what's gonna happen? But one day, I was, I was on my I was on my bed just using my phone, and I got the email that it was continuing, and I got in. So that was a big that was a big highlight for me. Solid. I man. think. Yeah, I think one of the craziest moments was like the interviews because they have like two stages of interviews. They have an online stage and then a face-to-face one. The online mm. is super intimidating. Um, probably shouldn't reveal a lot, but yeah. But you did, you still did a face-to-face interview, even though. So okay. you do like an online. You do an online, and then mm. if you pass that, then you proceed to the face-to-face, which is like the final step. Yeah, yeah. Face-to-face. You said you didn't think you had the right credentials. Why? Why? Why the hell would you think? You don't have the right credentials. I mean, as a I mean, rampant org person throughout my entire <laughs> college life. I yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I definitely missed. Um, I missed my shot. I think when I didn't apply to the EV to kind of ramp up my to ramp up my experience and credentials. So I think I I lacked in that department because I was I I knew people. Who were applying to Business Week also, and they were like presidents of their orgs. They were, they were like, really smart or in engineering. I just always consider people from engineering really smart people. So um, I just didn't think I, I um, could or you know skill wise, I didn't think I I I was on par. But Bebo wise, I that that's where I was like, okay, I'll yeah. just out Bebo, you know. That's the edge. That's the edge. Yeah, I'll just. Try to talk my way through it. Why? How's what's your tips on being the right amount of? Because there are a lot of Bebo people, right? But there's a proper way of doing Bebo. There's a boundary between being annoying Bebo, being, being oh my goodness, shut up man or chill ang man. To oh he's so proactive, he's so wonderful and you know um he takes initiative. So what's your advice on like balancing that? I think I think you just have to seem humble but at the same seem time seem humble con- seem humble but snow. not really yeah. but not <laughs> that's really the, that's the that's the that's the, no you have to you have to seem humble enough but as well like confident so no you when you talk you have to know what you're <laughs> saying but at the same time even though some, I maybe I'd say 80% of the stuff that I say 
is probably probably like at the top of my head and I just come up with it, right? But you have to have a bit of substance behind it, naman. So people can be like, okay, he's making sense and he's not just babbling to kind of give yourself <laughs> some credit and people won't find it super annoying. That's what I think, you know. And of course, like you can't always be um, stamping your own or enforcing your own presence on, on everything because like then people will just be like, okay, what? Like this guy is just too much, you know. You know, you're, you are Bebo in your own way. That's what I always say. So you be good at what you're Bebo at and then people will take notice and then you'll just strive from there or you'll just, yeah. Why, Pao? What do you think for your from your perspective, like your um, intuition, what do you think you're the best at? Like, what's your personal, like, okay, this is my my playhouse, this is, I got this. What can you say na, you got this? Um, I'd say probably like interacting or be interacting with people. That's where I, I feel most comfortable at. And that's where I, I know like, you know when you're good at something, you just, like it just clicks. And like there's something inside of you, it just goes, okay, I know, I know what to do. Um, it's automatic. Eh? Like you don't have to second guess yourself. You don't have to um, worry about other variables. You just do it, and it's so natural. So I think me with me, it's it's really interacting with people and just being able to work with um, many different types of people. Because I love I love working in teams because it's so in, it's so energizing to me because you get to meet all these different personalities. But at the same time, you all have to work together. Um, to reach a certain goal or to achieve something um, and that's always so energizing to me because I find uh, that relating to be, to, to be able to relate to these unique people to be able to relate to all these different personalities it's so fun and amazing to discover what you can find uh, the new perspectives that you can find from these people so it's always it's always a fun um, process for me and I think that's where you know when when, when people say group work my 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 mind is just like I like let's do it. I'm so down. <laughs> I I'm a freeload. I uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the group Google Docs, send it to the group chat, and I'm, I'm and I'm done. That's it. That's it. Get in contribution. I'll, I'll make the group chat. Ilalagay like yung DLSU logo and then oh, yeah, after yeah. that front yeah, page. Nah. After that, alana. That's it. <laughs> Kag. But I know, I, I know, uh, familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talk about, you talk a lot about, I know, working with teams, right? Um, And yeah. you've, you've worked with a lot of teams, like, sa BMS pa lang alone, like, you've been with MGT, sure. and then, um, MGT ulit. <laughs> you repeated. Our TND, then, our TND team. Yeah, yeah our TND. Uh, our, yeah, yeah. our CENTCOMs. Woo! Our CENTCOMs. Our CENTCOMs. Oof, wonderful, our wonderful CENTCOMs. That's a different conversation in itself. That's, yeah. a, that's a story. That's a that's novel. A that is. <laughs> that, how many chapters of your life is that? It's probably... Uh, it's its own collection. Yeah, can you tell something about like, I know, like, balancing it all, man? Like, how do you... How did you... Because you were, you know, a member of a lot of teams. You were... At one point, you're a project head. You're uh, an AVP for an organization, BMS. You're a project head for an event. You're also part of the football team, and you're also a student. Let's not forget you're a student. So, how do you balance all of that? Um, like I'm gonna be honest, I I didn't. I don't you think didn't. I did. I don't think I did. I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm not how even so, gonna how be. So? Um. Yeah, I remember. I remember that term. That was second term of my third year. That was crazy. But um, <laughs> I was tired. I was burnt out. I'm not going to lie. I was burnt out. But it was fun. How did I handle that? I think I, think I just tried to stay on top of everything. Um, and what do I mean by that is I tried to not let everything pile up. So every... At least I tried every day to have a set task or tasks that I needed to accomplish so that I wouldn't, you know, my head wouldn't be um, above water or under your the head water. Wouldn't, wouldn't my, be my head would, 
<laughs> my head wouldn't be under the water with all yeah. these with all these requirements. So um, it worked. It worked definitely. Uh, that really helped save my grades and and my deliverables for for the different stuff that I had. But um, I think there's some stuff that I still needed to work on, especially like my follow through. Uh, there are days where after training, I just be like, oh my God, like, do I have to do this? Or like, do I have to go to class? Of course, I had to go to class, but um, yeah, I think just aside, giving yourself those tasks on a daily basis helps kind of minimize or put yourself into bite-sized stuff that you can take in and it won't be so overwhelming. Yeah, so like taking it one step at a time, basically, you know? Yeah, basically. Like- Cutting, cutting this large goal or objective and then just segregating it to like, okay, this first and then this first and then this first. Cool, cool. Can you take us to like, ano, not everyone gets to be a part of, ano, of uh, a UAAP team. How is that? How is that experience, man? It's, it's a very exhilarating. I think that's the one word that I can describe it. Exhilarating. Describe it. Exhilarating. Because so many factors play into it. You're playing for, of course, like your team. So there's that pride factor already. Um, and I can, I, like, can I just say when you wear that white and green uh, in a game, whether it's, you know, whether it's against Ateneo, whether it's against UE, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's that pride factor that comes with it. I'm nodding um, my head like I know how it feels. Like, like you know, <laughs> I mean, like, you, you played basketball for a oh. team, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, for I, my, for myself, for, yeah. for myself, not for my school, bro. It's it's the same thing, I think. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. There, there's um, still some sense of pride in that, but um, then you factor in like the crowd, um, and that's a different. That's a totally different psychological um, factor in itself because the crowd really does play a big factor into how the team plays, into how individuals play. Because mm. I've seen players, and I, I'm I've, I'm even like talking about myself, where they have games where they just play for the crowd, and what that means is basically they only play to impress, you know, to get the shouts, to get the cheers from the from people in the crowd. So it's not um, the crowd can be psychologically advantageous or disadvantageous. It depends on how you really take it in. Um, I was scared. I'm not gonna lie. Like I didn't know what to expect. Coming into uh, the experience, I've seen I've seen you up games in football um, from the stands, and it's very fast. Um, mm-hmm. You don't you don't actually realize how much time on the ball you have because once you receive it, there's already two three guys on you, and and you're just like like you're like I don't know what to do. You just yeah. you're it's scary. Nakakakaba, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't say that in Tagalog. Kinakaba <laughs> <laughs> ako. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was it was a great experience. I'll never forget it because definitely that's that's a story I'd always say I'm always very proud of because I remember the summer before that year I worked really hard to get back into the group of football. The year before that I didn't really play a lot of football. Then the summer I said I told myself okay, this is my one goal for this year um, apart from you know like orgs and everything. But I really want to make it. I want to play. So I worked hard. I had I did extra work. Then um, the months leading up to UAP, it was a lot of ups and downs because I was, I started out on the on the B team, um, playing with the B team. There's already a set first team, and I was like, that's fine. Like I don't mind as long as I'm getting a run in. As long as I like I can show the coaches like what I can do. And then there's a there's a point where I was getting a run of good games, and then I just got my big break um, against. I remember it was against UP. We were playing UP. Then there's um, coach subbed me in. Then I I guess he liked how was how I was playing, even though we lost that game. Um, then after that, I started the next game and the rest of the rest of the games of the season. Yeah. Solid man. What was like your ano? What was your inspiration or motivation more like to like pursue that? Because it requires a lot of work, yeah. It requires a lot of work. So, what like made you say, "Okay, this will be my goal. This will be my objective." For me, it was always that dream of like my first year self to 
play and represent like Lasal because it's such an honor to represent our school. It's such an honor to just be able to um, give any kind of glory to to Lasal. So that was always something in the back of my head, even though like I I had stopped for a year, um, and I think that just kept me going and. Deeper down, motivation-wise, I think I also knew in my head like this is a good, maybe character-building moment because I'm not the best. Like I'm not gonna say that I'm like the best footballer out there. There's definitely a lot of people technically better than me, but I can definitely say like during that year I put a lot of effort, um, individual-wise, and I I really just tried my best to to help the team in any way that I could, whether that was on the bench, whether. Um, I was starting, or whether I was just throwing water to the people, you know, <laughs> any way I could. Really, that was that was my that was my mindset behind it all. Like, and like I said a while ago, I, I gave myself bite-sized, um, kind of like not really tasks, but how do you say it? A, uh, achievement points throughout the year. So my mm-hmm. first one was always to okay, start playing scrimmages every practice. Like, don't just um, like you have to start. Not even as like the first, because usually in scrim in training we have like scrimmages, so eleven versus eleven, right? And I wanted to yeah. be, I just wanted to be a part of that, even though I'm not on the first team. Like as long as I'm on the B team, I'm as long as I'm playing, that's okay. And then the next one was okay. I have to start playing in friendly games because we'll have friendly games against um, professional teams against other universities. And then I, I was able to do that. Then after that, it just kept going. Um, and I think that that really helps motivate you and give yourself confidence, because once you start achieving these um, these these points that you've set for yourself, then you start to get into a groove. Then you start to say, okay, um, this is something that I can do, and it just helps motivate you more to achieve this bigger goal, which for my case was get get into the U up lineup. Yeah. Yeah. What's the feeling of ano? What's the feeling of like getting? You mentioned it earlier, like. When the ball lands on your feet, or nasa yun na yung bola on the field, it's it's ano it's how does it feel like thousands, hundreds, and thousands of people like looking at you from the seats, from TV, like does it do you feel the freaking pressure from everyone or does it just like disappear? No, it's 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 always there. Like I I I heard this from someone and I totally agree. If you if there's a point where you don't feel the pressure, then there's like something wrong with you because that's how great of an impact that you know all those factors play in. And I remember my first touch of that of that it was against FAU. Mm. I got put in the second half, like start of the second half. And then I remember my first touch. It was pulpak, dude. Um, <laughs> I controlled it, but I, I I controlled it forward. But I I felt um parang kalaban behind me, so I got scared. So I brought it back. But I didn't know that he was there, so he got it from me. But I was able to get a recovery tackle in and get it out. But we had like a we had like a water break or something. And then I remember my coach uh, going up to me and saying, "Putana, are you small?" And then he slapped me in the face, and I was like, "Okay, okay, fuck, okay." Like after. Like, Whoa! Wait, he slapped you he on slapped a timeout. On a timeout, and my parents were in the stands, and <laughs> they asked oh. me after they they were like. Is that normal? I was like, honestly, I didn't feel the slap. Like, I didn't even feel the slap. Yeah, but was that normal? Or is that normal? Like, does he usually slap people? Or ikaw lang? Or is, did he reserve that for you? I mean, he's. I think, um, you know, it's it's it's. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I I I I didn't like. I said I didn't feel it at the moment. Like, it didn't really occur to me. Like, it was a slap. It was just like. That was like a wake up call for me to be like, hey, you're like, he's giving you a chance. Um, take it, you know. And yeah. So it, there's a lot of pressure definitely as soon as the ball comes in or as soon as you're on that field. There's already a lot of pressure. Yeah, but but still, no, like um regardless of the pressure, you still showed up and you're still there. I mean, I, mean, you I can't to. speak for yeah, you have to. You have to. You wouldn't be in the team if you can't. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You'd be like, why are you even there, man? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think Yeah. That that's another thing like that goes on in your head. Like you don't wanna mm. um disappoint the people or the, the I think for me, like I didn't wanna disappoint the people that put trust in me from the start because there was this one yeah. one of the assistant coaches, like he was always helping me 
um, fix my positioning. He was always helping me with my, um, just overall fix my defense, my defensive stance, my, my, my decision making on the field. And I didn't want to, I remember thinking like, I don't want to disappoint him because he put a lot of trust in me, especially um, when he put me on in games. He 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 he'd be patient with me enough to like give me tips, and I, I have to shout out also to my captains at the time. They also um, trusted me enough to guide me and just say like, okay, you, like you're starting for a reason. You have to you have to show it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely resonates re- resonates resonates with me because uh, one of my mottos in life, more or less like the things I want to remember is that I always want to make the people who believe in me proud and prove the people who don't believe in me wrong. Kaya, whenever I feel lazy, I remember the saying that laziness is disrespect to the people who believe in you because I believe in that. Like, if you're lazy... Firmly, and firmly. You yeah, and you're lazy and you don't do your work or do your job or do the things that people think you are capable of, then... What do they believe in? Do they believe in this loser or this lazy ass punk guy not doing anything? And I think that resonates with how you are as a person, because like I've seen, I've worked. I mean, how many projects have we worked in together? Mga one, right? mga one lang naman. Mga, mga one lang. lang. But <laughs> countless from, na yata, man. from from all those times, I can definitely see that in in your personality. Like you don't wanna, you don't wanna let down the people. Um, who've entrusted you, especially your Kopi heads, for sure. Like, you've, you've saved my ass a lot of times. So that's hey, you saved hella. my ass a lot of times. <laughs> Ma literally then. <laughs> On the, just moving my ass, literally, from one place to the other. You know, using your pickup. Uh, the pickup. Name yeah, your pickup, yeah. man. Uh, may pangalan ba yung pickup mo? I should name it, no? You should name it. It's like... What, 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 what's a good hard. name? That Bessie. 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 Bad Bessie. She parang Bessie. No, it just looks like, a, it looks like looks like a Bessie to me. Mano kaya ba? Brendan. Mmm. Pwede rin. Pwede rin. Pwede rin. <laughs> Shout out. May ano ka ba? May suggestion ko ba ba dyan? Oh, uh, I'll 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 go with Bessie. Bessie seems Be- more of a character to me. Yeah. Oh, sige, sige. Uh, can't wait to see Bessie. Bessie soon. <laughs> um, cutting to the anon, to the proverbial chase. Like, what for you? You've done a lot of things in your college life. I'd say you've done more than siguro mga ninety-five percent of the people, or ninety-nine percent of the people I would consider. Um, have done but for you like you're working through life right now college life soon to be graduate soon what do you think of the phrase like meaning of life what does it what does it translate to you to me like meaning of life is how you want or how you want yeah how you want to live your life like it's such a loaded phrase because when you ask someone like what's 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 the meaning of life or like what's your meaning in life i always equate that to how do you want to live your life or how um yeah how do you want to continue the rest of your days here on earth um yeah as 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 long as you can and i think at the end of that and at the end of that phrase at the end of that like sequence or discussion it's it's just what's your meaning of happiness? Because like, we all definitely don't want to live life um, in a sad state or yeah. um, bad vibes, right? So I think when someone asks me, what's your meaning in life? It's what's, what makes you happy or what gives you the most joy? Because that, that's generally what gives me life. Eh? So I guess if I were to answer it, it, it'd be like family and just generally the people that I care about, seeing them happy, um, and seeing them proud of me as well. What is happiness for you, man? Like, is it what? Is it something? Is it someone? Is it like, what is it for you? If it is so important to like the meaning of life for you, like for me, what is yeah. it? I've had like a lot of 
discussions now with my dad. As in, sobrang dami throughout my college life because he's kind of like mm. my my confidant. He's kind of like my guide through life or whatever. But throughout my discussions with him, I, I I realized you know happiness is a state and it's not something that it's not something that's stable. There's always gonna be fluctuations, especially in life, because you've heard the saying like life isn't fair. So you're never gonna be in a you're never going to be in a stable state of happiness. But what you can be is a stable state of being content and satisfied. And I think that in in the long run can help you be more happy with any situation, whether you're in a good situation, whether you're in a bad situation. Because if you learn how to be content, if you learn how to be satisfied. Um, I think a lot of a lot of things that may burden a lot of people will you'll you'll find that it doesn't really burden you as much. Yeah. Are you content right now? No. Yeah. I I think no, not Why? yet. Why? Because I I definitely like I definitely still have stuff that I want to achieve. Um, and I I was thinking about this just the other day, like. When I was defining to myself, like what, how will I know when I'm content, or like how will I know if I'm finally satisfied, right? Mm. And and I I just remember like as early as I could think, when I was a kid, people always told us to keep reaching your goals, keep pushing yourself, or to you know reach for um, the best things in life. But I can't remember a time where anyone ever told me stop and you know, learn to be satisfied or content. Like, as a kid, huh? Like, I don't, I don't remember anyone telling me that. And I think that's, that's an important duality to that because mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. We need to keep achieving. We need to keep reaching stuff that we want to achieve because, like, that, that, that's who we are as people, you know. We're, we're motivated to achieve. But at the same time, um, people forget to stop and look back and see what they've already achieved and to just be thankful for that and to be content. So right now I'm in that stage where I'm climbing to mm-hmm. reach a, a certain goal. But once in a while, um, I think it's important to, for me especially because it's in my personality to be very hard on myself. So I think once in a while, I, I take some time off the day or, or the week or whatever to just kind of look back and say, I think I've done a good job. I can do better. But, you know, I can work on that in the, in the coming years, in the coming weeks that I have. So I'm not, to answer your question, I'm not content yet. But I think I'm a lot more content than I was a few years back. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how do you like, how do you measure yung parang, um, du- like what you said, the duality of it from being content, like, okay, you should be content now because you got all these good things in life. But also not being content, so you're pushed to like achieve more and do more. Where where does it go? Like, how do you balance that? Those two mentalities. Deep questions. I'm not like <laughs> I'm 23, man. I haven't lived my life, but <laughs> I'm 21. I'm 21. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, yeah. like for you, for you, man. For me. Um. Definitely, it's it's gonna be a hard balance. I guess like how I can equate it, though this is a very shallow kind of analogy for it. But mm-hmm. it's like, um, it's like how people always upgrade their technology. I guess you know how like every two years, every year, Apple or you know the big the the big hit players, Apple, Samsung, they always come out with something new, something fresh. Um, and then the people, there are people out there who just who always want to get the newest things, who always want to be, um, who always want to have that, that trendy new thing. And I think if I were to equate that to like achieving more and achieving greatness, that's when, it, that's when it's bad na. When you're not, when you're just achieving for achieving shake, like there's no actual end goal in mind or it doesn't help you to reach something, something greater than just achieving. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if you're if you're achieving just to say like oh I've you know like oh I've done that or like I've achieved that already and it doesn't contribute to anything greater than um, than that then I think that's when it 
that's when it's um then it's at the bad point of you know achieving for greater things um i think i believe in a in this grand scheme of things i believe in a plan that everyone kind of is not really tied to but you know we're, we're definitely made or we're definitely here on this earth to follow a certain path and i firmly believe that and i think if you're achieving if you're achieving does not lead you to that path then mm-hmm. then it's kind of useless same goes for being um satisfied like if you're satisfied and you're not you're not on that path then why 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 should you be satisfied right like there's no reason to be satisfied if you're not in in a spot where you feel like you belong or you feel like you should be there and it all boils down to just being brutally honest with yourself i think for me that's that's something very hard to do but it's very essential because if you look back on your life if you reflect and you're br- brutally honest then you can be like saying okay i'm in a good spot now i'm satisfied but is that really where i'm supposed to be or is that where i want to be then you can say okay i can achieve more i can i can go out and kind of push myself more or you can take that and say if you reflect on yourself and be brutally honest with yourself and say i'm achieving a lot of stuff but is it contributing to anything for me then then you can just take a step back and say okay no l- let me dial it down let me figure it out like what do i want to do you mentioned about something about the end game or something you want to achieve for you man like what is your end game what are you working towards me i'm honestly working towards um giving myself and you know the people who will depend on me in the future a comfortable life and i don't mean like i'm not going to say like i want to be rich i mean everyone wants to be rich right like i'm not going to be like oh i'm going to be super rich and balling but i want to be able to at least provide um for my family in the future and to have enough money to provide them with education food housing clothing but also a little more so i guess that that's where i'm heading that's kind of like my end goal um if you want to be religious about it like heaven of course like that's my end goal but <laughs> I'd be surprised if your end goal was hell, man. Yeah, me too. Meron bang may gusto nun? Parang wala naman. Wala, wala. I mean, you never know, man. You might meet someone and they say that. Well, maybe, maybe. Si Bessie. Magugulat ka na lang. Si Bowie, wag naman. Si Bessie. Heavenly yan, heavenly. Bessie's still alive, though. Still alive. Bessie's still alive. She died, you know? Quarantine. She died for a while. How? How? Because we weren't using her, so like, parang yung battery. Oh died, no! Pero okay na siya. I was sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's running again. Okay. Mabaho pa rin siya. Mabaho pa rin. Mabaho uh, pa rin. <laughs> Amoy pawis pa rin ganun. <laughs> It's my gym car, bro. You have to... <laughs> you have to know that. <laughs> yeah, that way, ano, may scented sticks parate. Yung ano, yung... We have definitely, I think, you know, or we'll just alcohol it na lang. But it's... Alcohol it? I don't alcohol. You're gonna spray alcohol all over the car? Yeah, oh, yeah. Why not? Para sanitize really? pa rin. We're we're in a we're in a state of influx right now. We have to. <laughs> kaya kaya we're selling sausages, di ba? That's why we're selling sausages. Exactly. Do you know how the sausage is made? I I just know there's a plant somewhere in the north, and they um honestly no I don't know no. how they're made. I don't know how they make. So how can you ensure ano quality ano service product total quality management tide six sigma to the to the wow you're learning something at TQM. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> TQM like PR yeah. To to my future buyers of my sausages I can assure you they're quality made um freshly made. How um, can you assure yeah. that if you don't even know how they're made? Okay, I'm gonna come back to you on this. Let me do a little bit of research. <laughs> Let me do a bit of research, but I'm gonna come back to you on this. Okay, okay, okay. Go to the plant first, then come back to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you mentioned a while ago something about I know, uh, you believing in like this grand plan for everyone. Correct me if I'm wrong. You you mentioned yeah. that, and then being content or not content with like. Being on the path that you are supposed to be in, so how do you know? How would you know if you are in the right path? Like for you, do you are you sure you're on the right path now? And if you are sure, like, 
How 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 would you know that? Um, that's another loaded question by Tristan Delentano. But um, yeah, I think you know this is so timely because I'm learning philosophy also, and what I've learned about philosophy is humans always try to figure out the meaning of life or you know what they're here for. <clears throat> From all those years of studying philosophy we've only come up with one answer and that is we don't even know <laughs> no one knows right but i guess i guess like to relate it to what i said a while ago you always have to come back to yourself and just be really honest um and and try to assess like okay is this something that i see myself doing for a long in the long run is this some is this a situation that i i can see myself doing if it is then okay that's like that's a checkpoint for me is it something that you're good at that's also another checkpoint because i mean if it's something that you're good at and passionate about then of course like i think that that leads you or that that's a good sign or indication that you're on the right path mm -hmm. um unless of course your passion is you know to do something bad then that's fucked you're up man yeah you're definitely on the wrong path but if your passions lead you to be you know a good helping citizen just it's a good passion then i think you're on the right path it's it's hard to really determine um if if we're all on the right path to whatever your path may be but i just always believe in 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 um in that saying that everything happens for a reason so but you also have to make stuff happen like you have to take into account like the, um, the serendipitous events in your life and, and kind of assess that and say like, okay, why did this happen to me? Like, what's it trying to tell me? I'm a firm believer in that. Eh? Like I really, mm -hmm. you know, I really love unpacking um, these, these random events in my life and trying to figure out like what lessons did I learn um, and, and what, 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 what can I gain out of it? Because if not, like, it's just an experience to you when it could be more um so i think if you if you learn to unpack if you learn to kind of um yeah see events as nothing as more than just passing events in your life then i think it can help you determine better what path you're supposed to be on and it can help you determine whether you're on the right path or not yeah so the path for you is for now like working on a big company hopefully unilever hopefully unilever shout yeah. out to <laughs> shout out to what's your what's your i know what's your like game plan for that do you like after ng uh ng graduation mo you do you, pl you plan talaga to like work for a big company and then i know you know long-term plan mo like just get promoted and get a higher and higher position until until you know everything starts falling into place something like that that's a good question because like i definitely want to do my own thing like mm -hmm. I, I i have that entrepreneur kind of mindset, mindset. In me as well yeah. yeah like i want to have my own business yeah watches, watches or, watches. or barbershops what happened what happened to the watches what happened to the watches the watches prototype pa lang bro prototype prototype stage we're working on it watch out Baka prototype was... drawing lang yan, eh? Eh, drawing lang <laughs> Pencil Proto drawing lang. Prototype pa rin yan, ha? Prototype pa rin yan, ha? <laughs> oh, yeah. You have that entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. I have that entrepreneurial and I, I really do, like, wanna have my own um, company. I wanna have my own business. But I think I also, like, I'm very practical. And if I'm able to get a good, stable job that pays well, then um, I won't, you know, I won't totally disregard that. Or I won't totally... Uh, take that out of the plan because especially now in a time where a lot of businesses are going out of um, are out of operation a lot of people are out of jobs it's going I feel like even like when you graduate I feel like it's going to be really hard um, to find jobs in the first place so if I'm able to find a stable job that pays well then I'll be really thankful for sure in the long run I think looking at that I'll have to play it by ear like if I want to climb up the ranks um, and try to get higher in the organization. I think I'll have to s try to see first, like if I get into the organization or not. But I mean, damn! If initially, like, it'd be great to lead um, a region of 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 a 
big company or I have a package outside. Oh, can you get it? Thanks, man. <laughs> Sorry. Go like, go we have a lot of, we have a we have a lot of stuff coming in and out of the house. Yeah, you also have a lot of siblings, yeah. Oh yeah, we, <laughs> that's another thing. But where was that? Yeah, um, I'll I'll play I'll play that by ear. And if I feel like the organization is definitely an organization that aligns with my values, and I can I can see myself working for a long run, why not? You know. Why not? Why not? Why, why not? not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, Everything we do now, like what you said, everything we do now is supposed to or ideally should lead us to where we want to be um and you said na okay everything happens for a reason you believe in that like everything happens for a reason ako naman like maybe sometimes things i mean cause and effect diba? but, but there are some things na like super out of le- left field like whoa like for sure did that have to happen like for example like kunyari um Let's, for example, like a school shooting. Like, okay, okay. What reason? What's what's the reason for that? To make us realize that we're evil? I don't know. I don't know. But like, ayun nga. Um, are you religious? Like this belief of yours? Like, is it it's coming from religion or no? I definitely have um a religious background. My, I came from you know a Catholic all boys school. Um, my 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 family my, my my parents are just um one of the most religious people that I know, and that's not to say that like it's not a bad thing, but like that was my upbringing. Um, and definitely my beliefs and the values that I have at some point or in some way come from that religious kind of view. And I guess me saying that everything happens for a reason, it's me also saying that you know God has a plan for everything, and I firmly believe that. Um, you know, if like, why does it's always that debate of why why does God let bad things happen or um, yeah, why do bad things happen if God God is all good? And definitely, that's something that I continue to ask also myself, especially like in dark times, like like you said, like maybe a uh, school shooting. But what I always just come back to is, I'll at this point in time. Or at that moment, I'll never be fully able to comprehend what he has planned because it's something that's greater than all of us, and I don't think like he meant. And definitely, it's not. It wasn't his plan to to allow you know bad stuff to happen. It's just he gave us free will. He gave us that 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 choice to to do what we want on this earth because he loves us. Like he doesn't want us to just be robots, man, and Yeah. You you know just be good all the time because he could definitely do that, but he loves yeah, us I mean, enough. People fuck like, up, right? People yeah, fuck up a lot. Exactly. Um, we're not perfect beings ourselves, so I don't think that in itself is something stemming from him. Like the bad stuff never stemmed from him. It already stems from our human nature. It already stems from our humanity, and the only reason that I can comprehend or that we can understand right now as humans is. God loves us enough to give us that free will to choose whether to do good or bad. But at the end of it all, you know, at the we've all I mean, we've all heard this. Those who are religious, those who are not religious, we've all heard this. At the end of our life, we'll be tried, we'll be we'll be judged, and we'll get what's coming to us in the end. So, yeah, I am I am definitely religious, and my beliefs are religious, and um, that's really a big factor of what I stand for. That's a really big factor of why what I believe in. So. If you die, if you die now, would you go to heaven or hell? Ah, uh, uh, definitely. Nah, I don't think I'm gonna go to heaven. Yeah, I don't care. But I'm, I'm not, what have you know? What have you done? What have you done? What have you done? I just don't think I. I'm, you know, I don't think I'm a good person to achieve. You know, to I don't know. I honestly don't know. Why pa? What makes what makes a good person ba? <laughs> is this uh? Are you alluding to something that I I I? Oh my God! For the huh? listeners out there, I had um, 
I did a presentation with our barcada. <laughs> I talked about what makes a good person. So <laughs> I don't know if Thanos alluding to that or not, but I don't know what 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 makes a good person for you, man. What makes a good person for me? Yeah, what makes Sheesh. a good person for you? I guess it all boils down to uh, um, intention and action. So those two things, the chemistry of those two things, like your actions can speak one thing and your intentions can speak another. For example, if you if you um, protect a child, but it's for the reason of like uh, like abusing the child or something, then that's still unexcusable. But if you protect the child out of your own free will and because you saw the child being hurt or something like that, then that makes you good. But like... Where does that stand? For example, diba, good and bad, from my perspective, Lisa, I think good and bad are somehow they have a le- level of subjectivity. Because, uh, for example, some cultures deem it allowable or honorable to kill other people for certain reasons, for religious reasons or for. Um, yeah, yung yeah, certain reasons, and that you'll go to heaven for that, or their version of heaven for that. But on some cultures, that's if you kill someone, then you're fucked. You're fucked up. So yeah. What what, <laughs> what? 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 Why? What? What uh, is it for you, man? No, you you brought up like really valid points and and I agree there's some stuff that may be good for me, may be good for you, but we might not agree on that. Um, again, I go back to like my religious roots. So for me, a good person is um, someone who just tries to do right by everyone. So someone who doesn't hurt, someone who doesn't, um, just basically someone who isn't trying um, to yeah, hurt anyone else and or do anything in a bad way. And even though they they do mess up sometimes, like as long as they're continuously striving to be better than who they were yesterday, then I think you can qualify to be a good person. For me. Because I I I like I also like the idea of redemption. I think that's such a human ideal to kind of um, to kind of accept or to kind of relate to that we're all out here. We can be um, saved. We can be. We can have some sort of redo or whatever. Um, so I, I I do firmly believe that if someone is actively trying to be a better person or a better version of themselves, then I don't think that makes you a bad person. Even though you've done bad things in the past, um, but you're definitely sorry for them you're definitely say um i can see that you're repentant i can see that you're um you feel sorry for having done those bad things and you're on a better path now i i think i can say that you're you're a good person yeah 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 man uh totally resonate with that if you're (laughs) inching towards being a better person yeah like that makes you a good person but Sige. Actually, something quite relevant now. For example, ano, ca- cancel culture, right? Okay. It's quite prevalent now. So, yeah. what happens is like, people's mistakes or their comments, their posts on social media from 3, 5, 10 years ago get, and get brought up. posed and brought up. Yeah. Uh, racist, sexist comments here and there. What do you think? Of, do you think that people deserve to be, for example, Konyare, um, someone's sexist remarks gets um, brought up from years ago? Do you think that deserves for that person to be, for example, like canceled and everything, and like um, uh, exposed like that? Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna get me canceled out of here also? <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. That, that, that's the goal. That's the goal. Uh-huh. Um, I I do believe that we have to be taken accountable for for certain things. And if if correct me if I'm wrong, but like the cancel culture, it it's mostly or it's aimed at 
you know, like celebrities or just these big personalities in society, right? But I, mm. I, I guess I've also seen cancel culture in amongst, you know, just the more public sector as, as well. But for me, my, my stance there is if you're in the limelight, like if you're a, a person of status, if you're someone who has weight in society, then I think to some degree, you're held accountable for your actions and what you say. So you really have to be careful. But that being said, I don't think it's fair that netizens, that, that people can just blast them all out online. If this person, let's say five years ago, he said a certain thing, right? But what he said, um, what he said that time, and what he, the person that he is now, or like if he's completely, you know, changed already, if he's not even related to that, if not saying anything related to that anymore, I think it's not fair for us to judge or to say that, hey, you know, he's still the same person, or hey, um, let's cancel him. But if he said that five years ago and he's still the same person and he's still that, 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 that person who still believes in those things, then I definitely think it's, it's, some way we should hold them accountable but you know how people are doing it, it's kind of crazy like I've, I've seen the comments and like like I can't help but feel bad for the person because it's you know their life is on blast full blast mm-hmm. um, since you know they're, they're in the limelight and everything and I definitely have seen cancel culture where it's um, it's detrimental already to the other person because they're definitely not the same person um, as what, as that person that, they, that people are trying to cancel. So there's definitely a line to be drawn there. And I, I think I posted it, like I don't really believe in cancel culture too much because it's just another toxic way to kind of bash on people. Then again, like if it's something widespread already, if it's something that, um, like, like let's say like the raping of, of you know, or the, the sexual kind of, is that sexual harassment of, of all these, of Harvey Weinstein, that, that, that mm-hmm. case, right? I, I definitely think that, that, that cancel culture was a good work there because it helped you get him. You movement. That's yeah, exactly. It, helped, it kind of helped move things along because like, they weren't getting any justice from that. And, and I agree. These, these women who came out and spoke out against them really moved, helped move that um, forward and and exactly right now, like people are getting what they deserve. Like Harvey Weinstein, I think he he's correct wrong. I think he's like he's gonna get jailed or or he, what's that? Yeah, I don't know. Also, I, I also I don't know. So. I, yeah, I I know he's yeah, not yeah. making movies anymore though. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, sure, for sure. So to that point, I think it it can be used in a good way. But recently, what I've seen, people use it also. They also take advantage of it to to a point where. It's just like go out with the other person already because they're, you know, it's not who they are anymore. But where, um, you, where do you draw the line? Like, yeah. like okay, understood. If it's five years ago, the person yeah. could have changed. But yeah. if it's one day ago, like, one no excuse, ago. right? Okay. No excuse. Yeah. So where I, is the line? Like, is there a definite line? Like, one month ago, are you a uh, different person from a month ago to now? Or a year ago? Yeah. Or two months ago, three months ago? What's the difference? So where I mean, do you draw the line? I think, I think, are we talking about like um, a celebrity or like just anyone in general? Just anyone in general. Mm. I mean like, okay, let's say you tweeted something very controversial yesterday. Mm. And, and then if people call you out on it on like on, on Twitter or like on your socials and then you reply saying like, ah, I don't give a shit. Like, that's what I said. That's what I believe in. Don't, don't. Like, why are you guys fucking with me or something like that? That I think, you know, you're being a complete ass and you <laughs> definitely should be canceled. But it was one day ago and people call you out and say um, what you said wasn't right. Like, um, you know, you have a totally wrong view of it. Then And then you come out and say, like, I'm sorry for what I said. If it hurt anyone, I, I definitely did not mean to, you know, that on, on those lines. And, and you're genuine about it. Then I think, you know, I think, then you shouldn't be canceled. Like that's when the line should be drawn. Like, okay, okay, he's like, he's sorry. At least online, if you do it again, then you, you know, then <laughs> you're a dick. But 
<laughs> I mean, if you if that leads you to become a more careful person, or that leads to become a more aware person, I think to that point it's good. But um, again, as I said, there I've just seen people bashing on people for no apparent reason and without giving them that chance to kind of um, redeem themselves or to kind of change. So. Um, Constructive criticism, I think, is just the best way to to, to put it. Um, and especially, I think, if you know the person personally, you don't have to bash him online in a in such a public way. Like, you can hit him up on a PM or a DM, private message him, just say, hey, man, like, can we just talk about what you just said? And it see, that opens up a whole dialogue between you and the person. And that way, you both can learn. Because, like, you can learn where he's coming from, then he can learn where you're coming from. And... In effect, you won't be affecting um, his world because you're not blasting it out to everyone that that you know that follows him or that follows you. Yeah, it's a, it's a more personal way, and I think that's a better way to kind of address that if you know the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. For you, it depends on the response of the person. If the person responds yeah. like receptively, like yeah, okay, I admit yeah. I did this, I learned, then it's fine. Pero kanyare, the person responds like. Oh, in a hostile manner, like, no, yeah. no, fuck no, man. This is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my points. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, to that end, like, when is it necessary to, like, okay, let's take this to the public? Because you said, like, if you know the person, just talk to him or her. Because um, for me, kunyari, ako, uh, I feel like it's necessary to take it to the public. Kunyari, something like, yun, yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Like, repeated person of power and nothing has been done to him or her. So like, okay, let's bring it to the public courts. Let's make the public aware of this shit. You know? I, I, I 100% agree. Um, I think you put it in a good way. Like, if it's prevalent, if it's already affected a lot of people, and there's definitely no remorse on the part of the, um, of the person who committed the act, then, you know, and especially if the person's in power, then of course, like, you're, Social media is such a powerful tool, and if if the people in power, um, if they're not able to do anything about it, I think social media is is such a good way to kind of get things to move positively, hopefully. But yeah, social media is such a powerful tool, and people forget that. Positive we... and social media. Oh, sorry, powerful, powerful, powerful. Uh, tool. I said. Powerful. grab it. Positive and social media. I think. Whew. That's a hard. <laughs> that's an ideal society. Utopia, na yata, that, yeah, yeah. They're definitely um, powerful tool, not positive. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. I it's a powerful tool, and I, I feel like people sometimes forget that um, what they say online has so much weight. Um, yeah, has so much weight. So, I guess to answer your question, if no remorse, it's repetitive already, and um, it's already hit a lot of people, then I think that's a good time to put it on the socials, you know. But if there's still a chance for that person to kind of change, if there's still a chance for that person to say sorry, then I don't think it's necessary for us to blast it all over social media. Yeah, yeah. All right, man, all right. So, like, before we end, we've rambled on now here for, like, uh, more or less, like, an hour when, I don't know, maybe... Um, I just want to ask you, like, in your trajectory, in your trekking and progression through life so far, I know you're 23 years old, that's a lot for some people, that's not even a grain of sand for some people, that's like, on average, I think that's like only a fourth of average lifespan on Earth, like we're only a fourth of the way through, so, so far, so far. What's the most important lesson you've learned? Or what for you is like one thing you think everyone else should know about life, about living life in general? I think, um, and this really resonate, has resonated with me for a while now, I think it's just being happy with yourself, happy with who you are. Um, because uh, you can't look externally for validation because that validation will never be fully up or will never keep you happy for a long time because people's people's perceptions can change people's views of you will always change 
But the one thing that probably won't change, or the one thing that you can control, my um, uh, uh yeah, is how you see yourself and how how you accept yourself. And I think that's that's a lesson that. Um, through my 23 years, I think it has really resonated with me, and I'm, I'm still striving to learn up until this point. But it's very, it's a very important and powerful lesson for everyone um, to learn. And I think I, I just want to also say, like, loving yourself and knowing, you know, and accepting yourself for who you are, also is in line with um, treating yourself right. So eating healthy once in a while, you know, you don't 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 feed your body the wrong stuff all the time because that, that that's bad for you. It will kill you faster. Um, have a good lifestyle, you know. Try to sleep early. Try to get at least eight eight hours of sleep if you can. I know that a lot of students out there, they, they you know, and I, I, I applaud them for hustling every night, for studying so hard. You guys deserve, you know, the, the grades that you're getting. But never forget that, you know, we're also human and you guys need your rest. So, my fellow students, please, please, if you can, get your eight hours of sleep um, as much as you can because we need that. And, and we're, we're growing people, guys. Uh, we still have a lot oh, to go on. I hope. I, I hope. Somebody. <laughs> I hope. Sorry, 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 sorry. Our host, Pala, is... He's, he's growing in heart is what? right now. Is what? Is growing, what? Growing in heart. In heart. That's how you're doing it. In heart. Growing in heart. That's how you're doing this. Eh? That's what I do. Sure, man. Yeah. Sure, man. Yeah, so be good to yourselves and and to those around you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Pao. Thanks, thanks, thanks Pao, for, for those, you. I know, those words. Uh, thanks for taking the time today, like, giving a conversation and all that. I know no you problem. still have, like, thesis and uh, Unilever stuff and BMS stuff. Joke lang. One year ago. Oh. I, have that. That. I have that. I have that. You have that. Have Definitely. That. Okay. Thanks, man. Thanks for thanks for joining, and like, hope to see you soon, and like, talk to you hope soon. To see also. you soon, man.